0: You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, A.J. Black. I am editor and publisher of BC Bulletin, part of the Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated Network. If this is your first time listening to a Locked On podcast, welcome. It's great to have you here. On today's show, we're going to dive into a lot of news. There was tons of action in Boston College sports on Wednesday that we're going to review the games. So in the first couple sections, we're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about women's basketball. We're going to look at football news. And we have lots of things in between. So let's kick it off with football news. So the other day I talked about Pro Day and the Combine, and people have been asking me questions about you know, who's going. So I said earlier that Hunter Long and Isaiah McDuffie were invited to the Combine part of those practices. I got confirmation today that Max Richardson and Max Roberts will be at Pro Day. So even though they're not technically part of the NFL Combine part, they will be there for those events. So I know people have been asking about that. Now let's jump into women's basketball. The ACC tournament kicked off for women's basketball on Wednesday as the number 12 Pitt Panthers, 12th ranked in the ACC tournament, faced off against the 13th ranked Boston College Eagles in the first round in Greensboro, North Carolina. Boston College, in their previous matchup with Pitt, lost after a second-half meltdown that ended up with them losing by three points to Pitt. So going into this game, you thought BC could still easily be in this game. And they just needed a good performance. And boy, did they get that performance from Cam Schwartz. Cam Schwartz, who is a transfer from, I believe, Colorado, scored 33 points, a career high, and was shooting 50% from beyond the arc. You know, she's had a, she had a game that you know, you don't see out of Boston College players. So going into this game, you'd expect the the, the star to be Taylor Soule, who was, you know, first-team all-ACC. Nope, Schwartz. And she's had her moments this year. As she, she, you know, as our writer Michael Frederick said on our site, she's an up-and-down player. She has some games where you notice that she's, like, on fire and she's hard to stop. Other games, she's kind of invisible. Today, she she, she carried B.C., she she you know she was launching shots. She was getting to the line. Thirty three points, which was a career high, and I believe it was the second all time most points in an ACC tournament game for any Boston College player. So Camp Schwartz with a huge game. Now the big thing with Boston College that we saw we saw last time when Boston College played Pitt was their second half play. So third, you know BC had a big lead going into halftime, but you've seen them fall apart. This game, they didn't do that. They surrendered. Um, they held them just to 30 points and 35% shooting in the second half. Now Ford, Soul, and Ali Van Timmerman were were great on the glass. You know, great rebounding by BC. And then Schwartz and Marnell Garad just picked apart Panther, the Panthers' D. Uh, and it was, just, it was just a great game all around. BC wins 67-56. Now we're in ACC tournament mode here. So there's no slowing down. They go right back into the game tomorrow where they face off against Syracuse. Now be- Syracuse I believe has beaten Boston College twice already this year. They're a good team. They're the number 5 ranked team in the ACC tournament. You know, it's just nice to see BC win because going into this game, you know, it was it was an evenly matched game against a team that you played well against last time. You want to see them get some momentum heading into next year, and to see Schwartz do this, and you'll have Seoul next year. You're you're looking good. Now, can they do it again? Can they beat Syracuse? They haven't beat them this year. It's gonna be a great game. So, congratulations to the BC women. That was a big win for them. Next, let's talk about hockey. Now, I had said earlier that this is gonna be the final week of Hockey East. Uh, play for Boston College men's hockey. We didn't know who they were going to play against. Last week they lost their one game against UMass. I didn't know how they were going to schedule this out, but they only scheduled one game again, and they're going to play Northeastern again this year. They've only played the Huskies once this year, a game they played in uh, at Matthews Arena and won six to two. So this is the second time they've played. This game will be on Friday at five PM. It's going to be an early finish of the se- uh, for the regular season for BC. They're, they'll be done by you know bedtime, eight o'clock, and that game will not be on TV. It looks like it's going to be on uh, that college sports live thing that you can find on the BC Eagles website. Now BC they need to win this game, you know, to get that number one seed in the tournament. Hockey East is no longer doing it based off of games. You can't do that this year because so many teams are playing odd number of games, and the team biting at Boston College's heels is BU, who hasn't played anywhere near the same amount of games as Boston College has. Now, Hockey East is using something called the Hockey East Power Index, and I don't even know what that is. I know it's a, it's some sort of ranking system that they have that they give certain levels of points, If you want a good analysis, head over to BC Interruption. I know Grant Salzano does a nice job of explaining that. Um, But BU is like right behind BC. So I'm imagining if Boston College loses and BU wins, and BU's playing UMass Lowell, who is not very good this year. Uh, So BC needs to win this game. It is about as must-win for Boston College as it can get. So that's scary. You know, Lowell is a good team. Lowell has played well. You know, for years now, and Boston College is going to need to take care of business against them uh, if they want to win the regular season title and get themselves in, in place for hockey's tournament. Because I think that the tournament starts next week, so we're going to have to check that out in a moment. We're going to chat about the BC baseball game. So BC baseball had a, a middle of the ge- se- uh, middle of the week game, and some news to go along with it. And in our final segment, we're gonna talk about the BC men's basketball. And in our third segment, we're gonna review the BC basketball game against Florida State. But before we do, let's chat about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Are you doing some work on your car? Are you looking to get good deals on the price of the, the parts that you need? Why would you spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store, a new car dealership? Head on over to rockauto.com, they are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Now go over to bo- auto, rockauto.com to shop for auto parts and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need. Engine control models, check. Brake parts to tail, to pit tail lamps, check, check. Motor oil, got it. And even new carpet, you're not going to beat it there. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And make sure to write LOCKED ON in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com now today on the Locked On Today podcast, James Harden heads back to Houston with his new team. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. Now this spring, and oh, well not spring yet, gosh, but this winter, one of the things that really has got me excited, and if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard it in my voice, has been talking about BC baseball. I have really enjoyed covering this team and, and watching some of their games and learning about the players and, and personalities on this team. Now, I did not realize that they were going to be playing a game on Wednesday. I, I'm still getting a, a, a feel for the schedule, but they had a game against URI. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But before that, they had a their series for this weekend has already changed. So they were scheduled to play Wake Forest down in uh, North Carolina on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it would, it would have been a conference series against a team that, you know, would have been a good game. However, Wake Forest had to just postpone a whole series of games, including Boston College, because of COVID-19 issues on the squad. So Boston College was left scrambling. Not really scrambling, but they had to adjust their schedule. It's like, let's call it that. And instead of, you know, just pausing this weekend themselves, they were able to find an opponent they're going to play the Auburn Tigers, an SEC school and number 25 in the country. So, this is great for Boston College. If you're looking for strength of schedule and getting themselves prepared for postseason play, hey, a series against Auburn's all right with me. So, Auburn, they are they're playing well. They're 6 and 2 on the season and they were scheduled to play Xavier. This weekend, but Xavier had the same issues that Wake Forest had. So it was like a match made in heaven. Of course, Boston College will be traveling to Auburn to play this game. Uh, they want to get as many uh, warm climate games in for this team as possible. So it'll be a road game for Boston College, but it'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday three game series. And I, th- oh, man, you're talking about where Boston College could be if they win that game. So in a moment, I'll talk about how they beat URI, but if they win, they, the two out of three against Auburn, they could be eight and two heading into the next series with four wins against top 25 teams. That it that's, that's good. That's setting yourself up for success right there. So, uh, that this will be a great series again. It's like one right after another. And so hopefully these games will be on TV. I'm not hundred percent sure. I couldn't tell from the press release if they're going to be on, if they, if they are, they'll probably be doing something similar to, um, uh, maybe they won't because I was going to say they're going to do something similar to Wake Forest, but, there's different conference rights to it, and it's an Auburn home game, so maybe it'll be SEC Network. We'll find out, and I'll make sure we get to that. So the URI game was actually a home game for Boston College at the Harrington's Athletic Village on Wednesday, and it was the earliest home game played in program history. Boston College wins 6-4, but the game itself was pretty interesting. URI jumped out to an early 3-0 lead as they kind of hit up freshman lefty Joe Fetrano for three runs in the first inning. And he did, you know, he had he let up three singles, th- two walks. It wasn't a good inning, but he got himself out of it. And Boston College's hitting immediately started to to pay back the favor. You know, they got big hits from Chris Galan, who had a walk, uh, lead walk, and then uh, Sal Frelick doubles to put two into scoring position, and both of those guys come home. And then in the end, and it was Dante Baldelli who, playing against his uh, his home team squad. I would call them the URI. And they, you know, he, he drives in the rest. So it's six, a 6-4 six, win for Boston College. I think the impressive part about this game, there's two things I, I looked at, right? So this was one of those games. So Boston College has, this, you know, their, their system for their pitching, right? You're going to have set up for Auburn. You're going to have Sheehan. You're going to have um, Mason Pelio. And then you'll have another starter, and a lot of times what BC does is what they did in this game, which is spot starts people. So Vetrano's done it, Joey Ryan's done it, or Joey Walsh, not Joey. This was the game where Boston College just threw out some some of their, you know, emptied their bullpen to, to get the, through a midweek game. Vetrano did not look very good. Uh, but what you got was a heck of an outing for the bullpen. You know, you pitched... They pitched eight innings and let up one run, and that was by Max Geig. Everyone else, Charlie Kuhn looked fantastic, throwing two innings, letting uh, striking out three batters. Joey Ryan two innings, and Joey and Walsh, um, Joey Walsh had an inning of pitch uh, pitched as well. So you got a complete outing from the the bullpen, a really nice outing from Boston College in general, and they just showed again they could win in, in multiple ways, like. This is the second game I've watched in the last week where they fell behind and then just battled back and wins and they win again. So, another big win for Boston College. Now they got to now they got to set up for Auburn over the weekend. And they're 6-1. They're looking good. Uh this is a bit, you know, if you want to watch some exciting baseball, this is it. Don't forget about the Red Sox. Forget about spring training baseball, which is completely pointless at this point. Let's get watch well, turn on the turn on Boston College or turn, you know, get get into this game because you know you're gonna have two ranked teams this weekend battling for really big. These are this is a big series for both teams. So can they do it? And I think that's gonna be something to watch for. And I'm excited to see that too. In a moment, we're going to talk about the BC and Florida State men's basketball game. But before we do, let's chat about BetOnline.ag. Are you in the market to make some wagers? BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, but there's NBA, college basketball, NHL, and even baseball is right around the corner. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. You can bet it on all. If you can think of it, they usually have the odds for it. With real-time updated odds and props and almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has got you covered for all the shows, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you gotta do is head on over set set up your free account, and the first deposit you make, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. Meaning if you put $100 in, they're going to give you $50 on top of that. That's a free win right there. Now head on over to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Please use promo code LOCKEDON for this deal. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. If you've not done so already, please follow our Twitter handle, at LockedOnBC. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Boston College SI, and my Twitter handle is AJBlack_BC. underscore BC. Now, if you're just checking in, I recorded the first two sections before uh, the game had started between Boston College and Florida State. I am now recording at 11 o'clock, and the game is over. Boston College got smoked. by Florida State. Now, going into this game, you just expected Boston College to not be as good as Florida State. And we saw exactly just that in this game. Uh, You know, the Eagles just could not. And I think the biggest issue was their defense was just terrible. Uh, Florida State shot 62% in the first half. They were just hitting shot after shot after shot. And Boston College just couldn't keep, keep pace with them. Uh, Florida State ended the game shooting 56% and 48% from three-point range, hitting 13 three-pointers. Now Boston College's offense, they didn't really do all that much, but they had two players that did do pretty well. Jay Heath scored 28 points, shooting 8 for 14 from three-point range, while Mackay ashton Langford scored 14 points for the Eagles. So they had two guys do pretty well. I mean, going into this game, I didn't expect all that much. Just was hoping that they wouldn't get embarrassed. Well, they, they kind of got embarrassed. But that, I mean, this, this season's over. It's just, you know, finishing up what's going on. Uh, but while I was, before I recorded this section, I mean, that's all I got to say about that game. Before we go into... Um, into the night, the one piece I did want to talk about was before I recorded uh, the third section of this podcast, Winston Tabs has already found his new home for next year, which was stunning to me. But um, I had talked to somebody else who says, hey, in college basketball, the transfer portal, it happens real early, and players usually know where they're going when they leave a team. So Winston Tabs is heading to ECU, which I thought was surprising. I mean, I I always thought that Winston Tabs had high power five potential with him. And when he left Boston College, I was like, oh, he's going to go to a school that's going to win because, you know, he's a good player. And I think even on a good team that's stacked, he could be a good role player. He could do a lot for a team. To hear that he's going to ECU was just kind of kind of surprising because ECU was 2-8 and eight in uh, AAC play this year and was 8-8 eight eight on the season. So it's not like he's going to a contender. He's going to a pretty poor team. Uh, but hey, all the power to him. Now the name to watch is C.J. Felder. I think he's going to be the next next player to watch on um, transfer watch. As it you know, there's definitely some coaches kind of poking around his Twitter. I've noticed, and um, he did play today. That was big news as well. He came off the bench. He missed last game because of COVID nineteen protocols, but he did play. So that was good. Fred Scott also played as well. Didn't have anywhere near the game he had last time. He only shot one for eight from the field. And the big missing piece from today's game was Stefan Mitchell, who missed the game because of a hamstring tweak. Uh, you know, he's played, ni- I think they said, 94 games he's played as a, as a Boston College player. It stinks to see him miss one. Uh, but he was there. He was on the sidelines and uh, cheering for his team, even though the outcome was not very good. So Boston College they have one more game left before they head off into the ACC tournament. They're going to face Miami, the only one of the one of two teams that Boston College has beaten in the in ACC play. They're going to play them next uh on Saturday, excuse me, and then they, the ACC tournament it looks to me that they'll be the, the 14th seed, so they'll be above Miami unless they lose to Miami, but I don't know they'll probably just lose on tuesday anyways not to be negative i just don't expect much from the team at this point um i just want the season to to be over for this group i think it's it's played its course and you know it's hard to watch these games it's hard to i i, I can't imagine many of you at home sat there at a nine o'clock at nine o'clock and watched bc lose by 29 points. I didn't and it's not a knock on them. It's just the season's over. Let's just let's just end it. Let's put a fork in it. So Boston College is done for the day. Uh, a loss again. And um, there's not much to take away from these games. I mean, it's Scott Spinelli coaching. It's you know waiting to hear who the next head coach is going to be. We don't even know that yet. So thank you all for listening. This is going to I'm going to wrap this up. Um, tomorrow we're gonna have uh, you know even more talk about some of the things going on in BC sports. We'll prepare for the weekend series against um Auburn for baseball. We'll look at BC and Miami just to see what, what's going on with that. Uh hopefully we'll have a review of BC and Syracuse women's basketball and any other breaking news that happens throughout the day. So make sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. This is AJ Black Take care, everyone. We will see you all again tomorrow.